All right, Kelo okay, Knicks fans, what's going on? This is Knicks Wildin, episode 77, man. We're getting up there in numbers, man. Well, it's your boy, Don Juan, back from the All-Star break, and thank God it's over. It was a drag, like, big time, man. Like, with no no basketball, I mean, it was, I, honestly, I, it was it's pretty boring. I mean, I was caught up with a lot of shows. I was on Netflix chilling with my girl, you know, watching movies. But realistically, man, I needed some basketball in my life, and thank God it was over. It was definitely a much-needed break for our guys, though. I'm not going to lie. Can't lie. Like, we needed it, especially how we were. We ended up that last week or two before the All-Star break. It seemed like our team was breaking down. One guy just kept getting hurt every game. So, you know, glad that glad that our guys were able to get that rest. But – I'm just a spoiled Nick fans. I want to see my team play, man. I want to see my team play. And we're we're back after the Sixers game today. And you know, we I got to see my team play, man. And it was it was definitely a a, a fun watch. But nonetheless, you know, I'm here with my guy Zebra. What's going on? And how you feeling after that all-star break? Goody, bro. Nah, yeah, man. I'm bro, I'm glad to be back, bro. I ain't gonna lie, with no football, no basketball. Not in the last few days, bro. Literally, JJ Reddick and Doc Rivers was the only thing keeping me entertained <laughs> the last few days. Like it's been for real. It's been just been dry, man. So it's glad, you know. I'm glad to, you know, get back, get back to it. Second half, obviously, you know, this is a key. It's a key time for us. We got. I mean, we definitely gonna talk about it, but we got a few of our main guys out, and so it is a little concerning, but. Just I'm 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 good. I'm just glad I'm just glad to be back to chop it up with you, bro. You know, obviously Triple M coming back soon, so let's get it, man. Just ready to get back to it. Yeah, man. Definitely looking forward to to get Triple M here. I know he's you know daddy duty still keeping him busy, yeah, and yeah. you know it's under it's understandable. And at the same course, time, you know the, these days, you know you don't get them back. You know they talking about a newborn, especially baby girl. Yeah. You know, daddy. Yeah. He's a, as a girl dad right there, man, you know, you, you, you tied to, to the boy. hip when it comes to a girl, man. Obviously, his yeah. boy, especially being number one, I know it's, it's definitely an emotional attachment there. But when you get your girl, man, it's like you want to protect it's every different. little thing from life, man. So take yeah, your time. Nah, take your time, Triple A. Whenever you're ready, you're ready. But we yeah, miss sir. you, bro. We miss you, man. Definitely miss you, your takes and, and, and shutting us down whenever we're too high, man. We need you out here, man. <laughs> <laughs> but back back to the power man you know many fans made a big fuss about the all-star weekend i'm not gonna lie i was i was one of them but i didn't go too crazy you know i i might have been expecting a bit of a of a not i wouldn't say disappointing outcome but i wasn't like expecting like something that's gonna blow me you blow me out of my mind like oh my god it's gonna be a great all-star weekend i thought it was gonna be okay man i'm not gonna lie i thought it was gonna be okay but you know and i was happy that we had some guys participating in it but you know the people made a fuss just because there's like about there's no solution i mean not that there's no solution people are like oh this is so boring whatnot but it's yeah. just at this point i don't feel like there's a way to bring us back to what we to what we're we're used to at least when we were growing up you know watching these Hall of Fame type players going all out, the Kobe's, the T Mac, the Chris Paul's, the I mean, bro, we T I mean, I was gonna say T Mac again, but even Jordan, like even Jordan was doing this thing where he was much Kobe. older. Yeah, and, Kobe, and you know, I felt like now, like, you know, guys aren't really taking it serious. And even going into the all-star game, when you hear um well, even the weekend where uh Edwards is talking about I'm gonna shoot it with my left hand in this competition. That was crazy. And man. that he's not really he he's not really trying to, he's not really gonna take it serious. And it's just like, damn, bro, like this is what we're gonna go into. So so because of that, I already was expecting some type like people just downplaying it, just being a more of an up and down. And then the fact that it was a blowout, it was like, okay, this is not gonna get interesting at all. Right. You know, and and like I said, I don't feel like it's ever gonna get back to that. I mean, I've heard people talk about king of the court or money incentives for the players, but I don't know, man. I mean, I, I feel like that's. I mean, those are those are good ideas. You know, it, it might be worth a try, but it, I don't think it would ever get us back to what we were used to or what we, you know, yeah. what we would want to see one day. You know, yeah, any suggestions also- on your end? Like, what you think? Yeah, bro. I mean, like you said, bro, it was kind of, it was low key dry. I think my only 
my only time that I actually had some type of excitement was when Jalen Brunson was shooting the, you know, when Jalen Brunson went up for the three-point contest. That was literally my only, that was, fun. I'm not that was literally my only, you know, moment. And because he was close, like, honestly, he missed, he literally missed the second round by one shot. So it's just, I mean, know, he kind of, he kind of choked. I'm not going to lie. Nah, nah, he choked. He definitely choked. He, you know, he like that- he, he definitely had a pretty good start. Yeah, the great like, he, start. He, and like that last rack, it was was the one that pretty much ate damn, him up. I was like, "Come on, bro, you have to be better." And and he had time too. So, uh, but like I said, overall, that was that was literally my moment of like, "Oh wow!" Like I'm actually I'm actually engaged. The rest of the time, bro, the 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 skills competition was just. I mean, yeah, even that's... even when Bayama looked at Anthony Edwards, like, "Yo, bro, you serious?" Like, yeah, you really <laughs> yo, I would have been tight like, too. I'm like, like yo, we trying to bro. win. I'm this. really trying to win. This is my first time here, and so just seeing that, and then also too, I mean, the dunk contest. I will be honest with you, bro. Didn't Jacob Toppin have the best dunk though out of everybody there? I like, think so. Of, I think he so. He was robbed of a moment. Yeah. He was robbed of a moment. Low, not even low key, high key. He was robbed yeah, of a nah. moment. He was because that. I ain't gonna lie. I, I think I may have seen that before, but that was the best dunk out of everybody there. I mean, so. the 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 dunk that he came out with. Brought me back to those dunkers, those real dunkers yeah, from back like, in the days. A, yeah, you know, nah, Jason Richardson, Vince Carter, you know, under the like leg, that, that was a Zach 360. Type, like, it yeah. was tough dunks, like, and and tough dunks that, you know, no we have, we don't enough. really see them unless you get, like, your Zach Levine's or Aaron Gordon type Yeah, dunkers. nah, yeah, bro, no props or nothing. So he literally had the best dunk, but then after that, it was just, man, it was just No, and then you got Jaden Brown. Jalen Brown was bro, terrible. Look, I mean, bro, I don't even know how he, he got higher the, than than bro, he Jacob. Looked at the rim while he tried to do this, and then bro, he did it like <laughs> literally at the end of the dunk. I'm like, come on, bro. Yeah, now nah, it was. It, it seemed like it was fixed. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like that was fixed, and maybe because you know, a uh, uh, Jacob Toppin and McClung, um, you know, dunk contest f- uh, championship or for now, it's not what the NBA yeah. wanted. It's, it's but I mean, not, at bro. that point, bro, just have just get the best dunkers. Why are you worried about names? I mean, Jalen Brown bro. was or just a terrible contestant pay. in the first place. Yeah, man. And at the end of the day, I mean, to me, if you know, you ask me like what what I would do to fix it. I mean, honestly, bro, money. I, I think they're already getting incentivized. But man, you're just gonna have to put more in the pot, man. Like you're gonna you have think to. So? You're gonna have to offer these guys like, okay. yo, for the winner, five million dollars each for the team. Like the NBA is gonna have to do that, and they're definitely not doing that. So at this point, I just don't see any type of um, I don't see it improving anytime soon. Because I think Paul Pierce brought it up too, bro. It's like the, you know, the OGs of that time, the Kobe's, the Jordans, like you know, the um, the Iversons. Those dudes took it actually seriously, and it just seems now that I mean, again, you think about the OGs of the game, it's LeBron and KD, and you know, and even them when they, you know, even when they was going. Even at their times, even at their primes, um, you know, they was they wasn't taking it that seriously. And so if they don't see LeBron and KD taking it seriously, why you know, why should everybody else? So yeah, um I, I just agree. don't see any type of I don't see any type of improvement to it. So I agree. I agree. Those those are the people that are gonna lead by example. And if they're not leading and by and example, if they not, and if they just chilling on the if they just chilling, taking it like, oh no, nah, it's just a rest weekend, everybody else gonna be doing the same, man. I mean, Loki, I don't blame them because like, like, you know, like we about to talk about, it's a big second half right now this season, mm-hmm. and that's probably what it is too. You know, everybody's yeah. all those guys that are in in this game or involved throughout the weekend are in the thick of things, and you know they are playing for seeding or playing for you know playing for the re- playing for the second half of the season. They don't want to get hurt, so all that is understandable. But you know, so were those greats back in the days. You know, they at right. the end of the day, they thought about the fans, and it seems like the fans element has been lost like these players don't want to play for the fans which is why you see guys constantly sitting out games for rest and whatnot like all these things have been playing a part but you know we both agree it's going to be tough to really bring us bring the all-star game back and revive it man and but nonetheless shout out to our guys though Brunson and Jacob for showing out they put the Knicks on that they put the Knicks name on that stage and showed out obviously you know we didn't have any winners, but I mean, they still did their thing, man. They represented as well, man. So glad that we had some representation for our team out there. But let's talk some Knicks as we begin the second half of this season, man. Because we got um, 
you know, got a lot of talk about, especially the fact that, you know, we we out here trying to make the playoffs, man. And things are getting rough. We're dealing with some, we still dealing with injuries. And we we got some we got some competition coming up, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be a tight race, especially out in the east, man. But let's get into this game tonight, man. The Knicks beat the Sixers 110 to 96. It was, you know, one of those games where you know, we were up for – we had a crazy lead. We had a crazy lead to start. But, you know, of course, in Nick fashion, Knicks gave up the lead, slipped up, got Maxi. Maxi went off, started getting hot. But, you know, it seemed like, you know, Maxi, the gas the gas kind of, like, ran out. They they, they put yeah. McBride on him. He locked him up for, for, for in that fourth quarter. And then we started hitting some shots, of course, and then got the separation. But – don't get me wrong. Don't, I'm not gonna lie, man. I think I think the Sixers cut the lead. It was like we led at most 23 points, and then they cut the lead to six points. So it definitely it definitely had me worried for a bit. But you know, we definitely saw a lot of things going on tonight from Tibbs. You know, um, playing around with different lineups. You know, he I saw bro. It was I saw so many different lineups tonight that I was wondering if Tibbs was actually coaching out there. I'm not gonna lie, right? <laughs> you know, but you know, it was it was a weird game because you know Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson had 21 points, 12 assists, but he had seven turnovers yeah, and five for 18 from the field. It was definitely a rough night for for him, but he still was hustling out there, made some big plays down the stretch of the game, and. And he didn't give up, which and he didn't give up, and he and it seemed like you, you could tell he was hard on himself because he kept you know he was talking to himself after every miss, like damn man I missed, uh uh-uh. uh, but it was still impressive one being that you know we have so many guys out, you know even Hardestine I think only played eleven minutes, and you know that before the game he was already on a minutes restriction, so we going into the game we didn't expect too much minutes from him, but eleven minutes. It just means that he's still not over that that Achilles injury that he was dealing with towards yeah. that that um first half to end the first half of the of that season of the season. Um, Zebo, anything you saw tonight that you like? Yeah, man. I mean, the biggest thing. I mean, we gotta we gotta we gotta give a shout out to Precious, man. Precious did his thing out there, man. He was um he was definitely a menace. I mean, one thing that we spoke about at the start of the season is who's gonna. Who's going to be that guy, uh, you know, off the bench that's going to step up for Randall whenever he's off the floor? And I think we we definitely found the guy, man. He just took advantage of every matchup he had. He was hustling, man, getting every single rebound. I think he finished with a finished with a double-double. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was 11 rebounds. So he just, you know, he was just a madness out there. And then, yeah, man, this small ball. I mean, Tibbs, Tibbs was coaching. He was coaching, coaching, because that small ball lineup was um, was definitely getting to Philly, man. Just seeing, you know, Deuce McBride doing his thing out there. And obviously Jalen Brunson with that key still. I mean, you could tell that. And especially when you got a guy like Kyle Lowry, like, come on now. You're not going to be scared of Kyle <laughs> Lowry. Um, but, you know, just seeing just seeing the different types, just seeing, seeing how Tibbs was managing the lineups, um, you know, it was, it was good to see, man. And it was good to him just, you know, it, it was good for him to just stick with the guys that, um, you know, even though again they did go ahead and cut into that lead a little bit, he still stood with his guys. So, shout out to Tips for you know actually going ahead and just trusting the guys he had on the floor. And and yeah, man, one of them, one of the newcomers, man, went and stepped up for us. My boy, my boy Boyan, he just again just started off hot, man. And this is what we again, this is why we brought him into this team for a, for the, for this exact reason. I mean, at the end of the day, we would have lost if if we didn't have you know if we didn't have him. And so this is what he does. He spaces the floor. Uh, gets his good shots, makes, you know, essentially makes life easier for everyone on the floor. And so, um, you know, it's just a good, um, you know, good start for him. Burks, he, you know, even Burks too, when uh, when he was on the floor, he definitely, def- you know, the minutes, even though it was limited, um, he could definitely felt his presence there on the floor. So um, definitely, you know, definitely a big contribution from our two, um, you know, from the two guys coming into the team. And, and yeah, man, Jalen Brunson, like, I, like, like you spoke about, Definitely had a bad shooting night, but you know he just got he's he's to he's to that point where if he notices he has a bad shooting night, he understands that okay, let me go ahead and get my team involved in, yeah, um, because they're those are the guys that are going to carry us ultimately. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and that was evident tonight. He finished with twelve assists, which is pretty huge. You know, a guy I think is averaging close closer to six assists per game. So the fact that he doubled that. Yeah, you talked me out of that four and a half, bro. Yeah, that was my fault. I'm not gonna lie. I said, yo. 
I'm like, first, four and a half is just too low. Come on. I know he's going to get four. He was dishing, man. He was dishing. He was dishing tonight. And that was my fault, man. It was That was my fault. But regardless of that. I get it, though. He's been, he's been dropping 30. So, so you don't want to get too much into it. You would have lost the ticket for other reasons. Nah, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, but, you know, you mentioned Bogey and Burks. You know, I felt like it was just a matter of time for those guys to just figure it out and get acclimated to the squad. And this is, I, just, I mean, it's not a, a bit of a rant, but kind of a rant because I was a little bit pissed off when the Knicks made the trade and the the overreaction from the fans after a couple games. I mean, especially those that 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 were expecting the Knicks to make a big splash. They were real critical of Bogey and, and Burks those first few games. Like, I think it was only like two or three games that, that they were able to play prior to, you know, the, the All-Star break. But look, and I get it. It was their time to shine. Those people that had that narrative and that and that angle towards you, like, yeah, you know, trying to prove a point to the masses that this was the wrong move, that we didn't have that we had to swing for the fences, we had to add a star and whatnot, especially. And then the thing is that it's not like you know Kevin Durant or these, you know, these. Le, I mean, LeBron James actually was kind of available. I don't know. There was rumors yeah. about him, but let's not get into that too much. But yeah. there was no real star available that it was worth swinging for the fences. Yeah, right. the the John T. Murray is he really a star though? Come on now. I, yeah, no. Nah, I, I was I really pissed off with the reaction. I wasn't sold on it. At the end of the day, when you make a trade, especially on a team with guys that are ready have established roles, you need time to get acclimated yeah, with the we, guys. We, we, we just threw him into the fire like that. Literally, literally, I think that they played the next day after we after we got him. So it's just and this is a completely different. You know, it's different from you. It's different from you going from Detroit to New York. So literally, I mean, the fact that I, the fact that there was that type of criticism already is just honestly, bro. It's regular Knicks fan shit. Like that's that's what it is. It's it is. Right? It is. <laughs> overreact, overreact. You know, exactly. that's what it is. Especially and look, and I get it. There's a lot of injuries going on. A lot of frustration has built up, and this is how they wanted to let let known or let out their frustration. Talking shit on two guys that we just got, and they just got to the team. Like man, give giving them a warm welcome at least, man. But you know, regardless, I know it was against a depleted Sixers team, but it was nice to see you know Bogey go off tonight and just pretty much, and even Alec Burks, like like Zebo mentioned. You know, Alec Burks, who who's a guy to who's known to be force, forcing st- shots up and, you know, taking matters in his own hands at times. But he's been real, you know, he's been real conservative, I would say, picking his shots, picking his shots in the right places. He hasn't been forcing too much, you know, when his number's called, he's there and he's willing to do whatever he can. But, you know, and Bogey, like, I, like, we, like we mentioned, he had 22 points, six for six on the three-point line. Exactly why we wanted to get this guy on the team, and we got specifically two guys because we needed some depth on this team, right? And and especially knowing that you know we're gonna have these guys out for a few, a few, um, a few months. <laughs> weeks, months, months. You know, we, it's still to be determined. <laughs> oh, damn, bro. It's still it's to be determined. I couldn't even, yeah. you know, it's it, weeks, months. It's, it's tricky. It's a tricky situation, Yo, but it's fluid. It's fluid. Like my but, boy Stephen A. said, it's fluid. <laughs> but we got the reinforcements that we need, and and you know, I believe, especially as of as of late, you know, it's the next man up mentality. We see right. Divincenzo ball out. He's he's pretty much put himself in conversation for most improved player of the year, even though it might be hard to catch up. But man, he's cook. He's killing it. Then you got Precious Achua as well, who's technically people would say he's a throwing in the trade from for the OG trade, but he's proven that he's not, and he's playing some pretty some pretty good minutes on the team. Now you you did you did I was pretty down on him. Not gonna lie, the first few games, you know, even although he he was limited at the same time, it was one of those things like you know the the. Even on this Bogey and Burks trade, it was one of those things that he had to get acclimated with the squad. He had to find his role, had to find his fit, and opportunity. The opportunity is there, especially after Julius Randle was gone. There's a big chunk of minutes that, you know, is available for someone to play. And he's taking 
you know, taking that that opportunity and ran with it, which is which is great to see because we need that. We need somebody to step up right now, especially even Hardenstein being a little shaky. We need somebody to really step up, and he stepped up big time with the big putback today. Jerk, now that putback was insane. That's he also and he also knocked out Kyle Lowry, gave him a people's elbow, took him out for a few minutes. So shout out to <laughs> shout out to Sims with, with his contributions any way you could get it, man. But <laughs> <laughs> and the perfect person, too. You know, we're not really fans of Kyle Lowry on this side, but yeah, let's yeah. move on, man. We have some injury updates because of course. We can't run away from that. The, the injury bug has caught up. Bro, has caught up to voice. us. I heard it in your voice when you was about to say you wanted to say you wanted to say weeks, but it's really it's looking like months <laughs> right now. <laughs> nah, bro. You, you, I mean, for man, some, let's just for hope. Some, let's just hope it's weeks. Else. Let's just hope it's weeks, man. Let's yeah, just go yeah, with yeah. that, man. Yeah, yeah, nah, nah, yeah. Break it, break it down for each one, because I feel like it's some of them. It's for some of them. It's looking like a few weeks, but again, for I think for guys like Mitch, it's looking like it's gonna be a minute. For for Mitch, yeah, it's looking like it's gonna be a minute, bro. I think it's gonna be. It, it's looking like I know. I know he's right now. I don't think he's even. I, I know he's shoot. I know he was shooting last. He's time shooting around. Yeah, he's shooting he's around. He's shooting around, but I don't think he's still getting that. I don't think he's running still. So, yeah. Now looking. that that's so that so that's the news right now. So let me let's just get us up to date. You know, Mitchell yeah. Robinson is off his walking boot, but like you said, he's just doing some shooting. So it sounds like he's ramping up activity, but he's just not there yet. So that's to be determined. Ojan Anobi says he's feeling better after the surgery, you know, just following doctor's orders. But even still, that is up in the air. A lot of up in the air stuff here, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got Julius Randle, who's making good and steady progress. But according to him, surgery is still an option. Man, these guys are just playing with our heads. Yo, I can't on, even bro. get a grip of what the hell Surgery is going is still on. An option, like, come on. I don't know if they're just playing with us at this point, or they're telling us and they're telling us what it is, and we don't want to believe it. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't I'm, know what it is. I'm a little bit dumbfounded right now, but you know, it, it as just. Be used to this Knicks front office management, bro, this, whoever this, is responsible of letting out the news. These guys are real close knit yeah. and they're not transparent at all. And we know that. And we know that. And we like Come this on, is it's, it's, like, it's really serious. And, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm starting to get worried. And I was very worried before, oh, I was already worried before. So, like, scale to one to ten, where you at right now? Well, it's all right. So if you asked me yesterday, I probably would have been more like uh All right, maybe not yesterday. I was I was worried when whenever the injuries happened and then just doing my research because I became a doctor instantly once Randall got hurt, once old Janobi elbow thing, I became a doctor and I'm like, okay, what's the what's the prognos prognosis? Yeah. Let me see what you know the time what, frame what, yeah. what the time frame is after I performed the surgery and whatnot. You know, I was really on my doctor shit, you know. Doc, uh, what is it? MD, WebMD. I was on my <laughs> WebMD type. But <laughs> you know, I was worried. But you know, expectations, you don't have to settle for a bit, you know. Not gonna lie, the expectations have to like really settle in and maybe today i felt even a little bit even more better based on the performance but just off in general how i felt after hearing that news i think well not even the news initially when the injuries happened i already had like okay that's it second third seed out the out the window i'm not that's not that's not an expectation anymore granted bro we, you you look back a few weeks ago. We were talking about second seed. That's yeah. That's a, that's a lock. Thursday. That's a lock. If oh anything. shit! I, I could have. I, honestly, I thought the way the way Boston was sliding a little bit. I was like, man. That's yeah, I mean, boy, first seed. Yeah, right. Once he look right. But you know, the, once the injury the injuries became clear in the timeline, especially after the deadline where this surgery for for OG. Randall, possible you know, surgery. up in the air, possible surgery. It was a so much was up in the air that, you know, I had to lower my expectations. So look, because of that, I just I, I wouldn't put my meter so high. I'll say I'm I'm like at four or five, 
Yeah. Four, five. I mean, I mean, I mean, I would say six, but four or five because I talk myself out of it. And listen here, this is this is my take on it. And the only reason why is because as much as we were playing for CD before, that's it. I'm not playing for CD anymore. Right now, I'm playing for survival. And and survival means for me is avoiding the Celtics at all costs. Avoiding the Celtics at all costs. I don't mind not having home court in the playoffs. So I'm willing to do, you know, four for fifth seed is an ideal what I want. And I and I get it. I said I'm not playing for seeding. But seeding, what I mean, when I mean seeding is like those top tier seeds and one, two, three, and maybe even four. I'm willing to, like I said, I'm willing to even do five because I don't want to see the Celtics in the first or second round. To the point that I might even be okay with even the seventh seed. Like that's how that's how I'm playing it right now, bro. I, I want to avoid the Celtics at all costs. You know, it's a tight race in the East. And unfortunately, we don't have the cushion of games to to you know feel confident right now. I'm not gonna lie. So I, that's that's how I'm feeling right now. I was a little worried, but I think we have enough to survive and stay in the thick of things. But I would I'm already taking myself out of the contention of being a, a top three seed and fringe fourth seed and the safe safe at fifth seed and floor and the floor of seven seed. And yo, <laughs> and look, and look, and I know you're the you're the positive, optimistic person on the, on the show, and I and at times I am too. I'm, I kind of play a little bit on the fence of both sides, but usually you, you you know you're the more more positive and optimistic guy. Can you please just find a way to to get me right or to believe a little bit? Because you you not too long ago you had the the. The plan for the finals. You had the road to the finals drawn up, and I believed it, and I made sense of it too. So please, can you can you like guide me or steer me um, in a way that I feel better after this? I mean, the one. I mean, the one thing I will say, bro, is this is definitely. I mean, it's it's it's, it's rough. It's looking a little rough, but <laughs> this game this game should definitely be encouraging, though. Like the, the game that okay. we just saw right now should definitely be encouraging. I know we just coming back from four straight losses, but like we spoke about, it seems like, you know, it, it like we said, it, it, it takes time for new players to adjust, but we have two really high level, right? We have two, like we have two, you know, we have two starters that are right now on the bench. And so I think the more, I think the more Alex Bergson, I think the more Boyan plays, um, I think it will start you know, it's going to start clicking for them and we're going to start, you know, we're going to start seeing consistency from them. So that is one positive. And also too, bro, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty confident in the guys we do have now. Like, I mean, I, like I told you, I've been a precious, a true fan from the first day we got him. I told you this is going to be an impact guy. So, and he comes from, and he came from teams that um, he came from Miami and he came from Toronto teams that, I mean, I know Toronto's looking bad this year, but it's usually teams that are pretty disciplined that mm -hmm. um, that know how to play the game of basketball. And so I don't have point. to worry Great about point. I don't have to worry about that about him. And Deuce McBride has been you know he's been growing and you know he's been growing, bro. Like the more minutes we gave him, uh, the more minutes we do give him, it seems like it's you know it's starting to be more consistent. Obviously, we know he's we obviously know what he's going to bring on the defensive end. Offensively, obviously we know that he is limited, but he knows he knows how to find his spot. So and so. And so I know at times it will it will tend to look a little shaky, but overall, I mean, we can't we can't you know we can't be mad at our guys. And so I think and like you spoke about before, bro, I think if we start seeing a little bit more growth um, by the by how the way Tibbs actually manages this team, I think I think we'll be okay. I mean, obviously we do have to, you know, I know the perception of Tibbs, and it's an accurate perception of the fact that. He runs all his players to the ground, and that is something he's going to have to be very, very aware of, especially Jalen Brunson. Um, but <laughs> I, I trust time. Tibbs enough where he's going to, where he, I think he's going to manage the minutes well. And so those are my positives, bro. I'm just, um, I think I'm just more excited in the, in the guys that we do have right now um, because I think they'll be able to keep, you know, they'll be able to keep this afloat um, until we have all of our guys back. And it also, too, I mean, this is a, I mean, it's a good thing for them because. These are again. What was what was one of our Achilles' heels? Like as soon as we got to the playoffs, especially against Miami, our bench just didn't. You know, they just didn't bring it for us. And so, um, I think these are guys that are going to contribute to really big minutes, especially if if the way you saying, bro, honestly, bro, the way you talking, it seems like we, we might be in the play in. And if that's the case, if that's the case, then, you know, <laughs> those are guys that we gonna that we gonna definitely need for ten. 
you know, 10 to 15 minutes to, um, you know, to definitely take it to the second team of whatever opposite team we play in. So um, I think it just gives guys really good, you know, really good minutes to really establish, like, what's their strength, what's their weaknesses. And, um, again, come playoff time, I think they're, you know, I think they'll be fine. They'll be ready to go. So, um, yeah, bro, I think I think my, my, my positiveness just comes more for the guys that we have right now. I do I do trust them. But, it, I mean, it's hard, bro. I mean, like like you said, bro, I am usually the positive one, but I'm usually positive because Julius Randle's playing. Right now with mm. Julius Randle not playing, I'm like, I'm looking, mm. you know, I'm just looking a little left and right, bro. And, you know, us talking about the injuries and talking about survival, let me just let me just break down the next few games for us real quick. So we got so we got Boston coming up. We got Boston, Detroit, that's a W. We got we got New Orleans who we who we who we did already lost, you know, we we did lose to at their house. We got Golden State, Steph Curry in the garden. That's that's always dangerous. We got yep. the Cavs who again, even though right, you know, right now they're on top, I feel like we're still better than them at this point, but again, that's a team that's, you know, again, we're going to be fighting for them for playoff seed. We got Atlanta, a team that is, you know, that is still that still has playoffs aspirations. We got Orlando right there in the neck of things. Philly right there with us. We got Philly, we actually got a Philly back to back. So again, they're right there next to us. And then yeah, bro, we started we started West Coast trip. So I mean, bro, you talk about survival right now. We we got to keep this afloat because the teams that we are playing right now, bro, the except for Detroit, bro, the I mean, the similarity is that everyone is within some type of playoff yeah. race, either in the Eastern Conference or Western Conference. So yeah, bro, this is uh. We definitely got to keep shit afloat. So, right? what's your what's your what's your meter at right now? Because after all you said, even though there was a positive spin to it, I'm at like a six now. I went, for, I, I was at a I five. Brought, now I'm I, at a six, leaning seven, bro. I brought a I brought a positive outlook, but I'm still at an eight, bro. I'll be honest at with you, bro. I mean, we, I mean, but you know, Julius is my guy, and I and I and and, and like you said, bro, two weeks two weeks ago, I brought out a roadmap for how we gonna get to the finals. Like that, like, and I saw it through. Guys, it was a possibility, I believe. It was I mean, a great possibility at that point. And you know, the one thing we did emphasize, and I think we should emphasize a little more, that's if, if these guys were healthy. Now, a few weeks ago, I didn't know it was gonna be this bad. I mean, you know, with more news coming out of of Julius Randle possible surgery out for the season, yeah. Then I'm like, all right, now nah, the season season is over to me. I'll be completely honest with you, bro. Like that's how that's how much I that's how much I feel like. Julius Randle is, you know, I know, I know Jalen Brunson is the guy on this team, but this team doesn't go far without Julius actually that's on the line. That's the a line fact. Um, that's why I'm just at a, that's why I'm like at an 8, 8.5 right now, because without Julius, bro, this is, we, we're not getting out of the first round. Regardless yeah. of whatever seed we're in right now, we just not getting out. Like as much as I do like Precious Achua, he's just not, like imagine him going against Bam for a four-game series. Imagine yeah. him going against Porzingis like, Ain't no on way. a four-game series, like playing 40 minutes. I don't I like I don't like those odds. Now, if you're telling me we got Randall, that's a different story. But against guys like Giannis, Tatum, Porzingis, Bam, like those type of forward centers, nah, yeah, it's not looking yeah. too good for us. So, yeah, bro, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm nervous, bro. And I'm nervous because of this, like this is a big, this is a, very hard schedule coming up. Like, um, they definitely didn't do us any favors with how they broke down everything. But I don't know, bro. How you how you feel about the schedule coming up? How you like? You think we gonna keep? We gonna, you think we gonna keep shit afloat? Like, did this game give you a little confidence of the guys we got? Like, well, the game. This game definitely gave me some confidence. I I but heading into the game, I I felt like we were gonna win anyways. You know, this is the play the Sixers team. You know, and they when you know the fact that they have no Embiid. They're so they're so beatable because they don't have any big man threat back there. You know, I'm not I'm not I'm not really afraid. I'm not really afraid of them, even with Embiid. You know that, but it, there's a more there's more of concern or, or, or like something to worry about when you face a team with a guy like Embiid because you know he's a great player. I mean, he's gonna right. be bound to be Hall of Fame. If if he can he would have continued playing without getting hurt, he probably would have been in the MVP conversation. You know, the guy was balling out this year and had the Sixers as one of the best teams in the league. But you know, even with Embiid, we fared well against them. So I didn't fear them even going into this match. The way I saw it was gonna be more of a running, a running uh a, like a running game, running gun type game where similar to like the Pacers. 
But we played pretty, you know, we played pretty good defense. We held them. We held them at bay. I mean, they only scored 96 points tonight. So we did a pretty good job besides that third quarter where, you know, they just it was an explosion. You know, Knicks in, in Nick fashion, even though we haven't seen too much of it, but it's like the third quarter of death that we always, always bring up for the Knicks. The the Sixers went crazy. But I, going into the game, I was real confident that we were going to win this game. So it. Am, am I am I gonna take this game and say, oh yeah, we're gonna make a crazy run in these next few games? No, but it definitely gave me a little bit more confidence of like, let's say, I think we we could match up better with the Magic this time around. You know, I felt like last time we played the Magic, we looked good. We had some moments. We but- had no Brunson. I was at the game. We had no Brunson. Oh, when we played them at um, no, when we played them in the Magic, when we played them oh, in Orlando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, that was a year, when we yeah, played yeah. them in Orlando. Adam, I felt yeah. like we we, we looked up. better, but we still yeah. we were still like missing something. And again, continuity is important. Having our guys play together, you know, we just made the trade, and we were missing guys too. If I'm not mistaken, I think Hardstyle didn't play. Um, uh, who else didn't play? I don't. I, I maybe even Divin Chunso didn't play. Like we had a bunch of guys not play that game. Yeah, it was a weird. A it was a pretty weird game. That was on Valentine's Day, actually. I remember. Yeah, and and it's hard to. And I think that that's another. You know, just talking about the 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 fact that we don't have that. The fact that we do have guys even out right now. I mean, it's hard to measure this team. I, I mean, I know, I know. I keep saying like, yeah, you know, let's just trust the guys we have now, but. Um, it's hard because we can't, you know, we're, we're measuring, we're measuring the teams we about to face with basically with like kind of like our second team, like, you know, no. And, and that, and that's the thing, but that's unfortunately that's the, that's the, you know, the, the, you know, the game that's been thrown up, thrown to us, you know, the cards that have been thrown to us and, and we have to play those games. And because of that, there's going to be teams that are going to look past us and be like, Oh, we're going to play the B team or we're going to play the East scrubs, whatever the case may be. But this team is is a team that, you know, at times we do overlook opponents, but now we're on that underdog type of situation where teams are going to overlook us and we might punch a couple people in the mouth and, get, and catch them by surprise. Hopefully that's this, this Saturday against the Celtics. We got a pretty big game at home against the Celtics on that nationally televised, so definitely looking forward to that game. But, you know, if... With those games you mentioned, I would say in these next nine games, we we're gonna stay afloat and we'll go four and five. That's my 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 assessment at it. I think we we managed to not disappoint. We got two games against the Sixers, and like I said, I I don't fear the Sixers. They don't have Embiid. Embiid is another one whose um you know return is is up in the air. That injury is pretty is pretty um serious with him, especially for a big man. You know, when it comes to leg injuries, knees, ankles, all that stuff, foot is always pretty hard to, you know, recover or play on, especially for an extended amount of time. So, and I do think they're just gonna hold that hold them out until the playoffs, where you know, at the end of the day, whoever they face in the first round, they could end up, you know, panning out. Uh, being successful by, you know, depending on who they match up with. So I could see them just holding out and maybe, let's say, you know, that's a team that might look good as a seventh seed and facing the Cavs in the second round. I mean, the first round, you know, because of the fact that they got Embiid. But we'll see. Let's let's stick with the Knicks here and not just talk about NBA because I would have been out here playing yeah. playing seeding and seeing who, who works out for everybody. But now, realistically, I say four and five. There's definitely games out there that we could win, especially the Hawks. Third time around with the Magic. The Magic, like I said, you know, first time we lost and we let that game slip away. We should have won that game. Second time around, I mean, we didn't have anybody out there. Like you said, you was at the game and it was it was a pretty bad game. <laughs> Just yeah, to say, nah, it was, it was to say the least. Basically, Randall and. You know, Deuce had his, you know, he had his moments, but, you know, once the fourth quarter came and, you know, Jalen Suggs is a good defender. Like, he's um, he's yeah. definitely, yeah, he's definitely a good defender. So And then third time, and then third time around, like I said, we, we did well, you know, but 
when you got a team that's so depleted, I mean, we started off really good, but the team was so depleted. Like I mentioned, that Dante was out. Hardestein was out. I think it might have been the first game that, you know, Burks and, and Bogdanovich had played or maybe the second game back So after the trade. So it was just too much to expect our guys to, like, you know, be in sync in that situation. I mean, we had Jericho Sims starting at center that night. How much did you expect from that guy, you know, to perform? You know, he was and, – and on top of that, he couldn't knock nobody out because we didn't have no backup center either. So, <laughs> you know, we were limited. We were limited, to say the least. But I do yeah. think a, a, another time against the Magic, we yeah, I'm pretty sure we the Tibbs is going to draw something up and figure them out. So that's another, another dub. And so what I said, I say six is twice. I say the Magic win – and then we got the we got the Pistons, you know, the Pistons that's that's like charity work. But let me not overlook them because next thing you know, man, they they've been playing some, they've been definitely been playing better basketball. So can't overlook them. You you can't overlook anybody in the NBA on a nightly basis. It's this NBA, everybody's a professional. People show up, people get hot on any given day. Which I'm not gonna lie, I say four and five. But, you know, because of that, there's teams that sleep on you. There's teams that overlook teams. And we might go six and three, but I'm going to go four and five and, and, and stick with that, man. What are, what, yeah. Do you have any predictions? Or, or, I mean, or what you think? What you think? I think we definitely got the Detroit game. I can see us taking either. I can see us taking the Detroit game. That's one. Atlanta, that's two. Orlando, three. I see us splitting with Philly. That's four. And I think we'll take has to be either one of the Cavs or Golden. Cavs will probably. I mean, I know they got their full team now. Um, I think Mobley came back on the game back, and so I know Golden State has been playing pretty hot too. I think we got the New Orleans game, so I'll say five and five, bro. Mm. You know, I'm not gonna again, man. You know, without you know me, I'm the Julius Homer. So if my guy's not there, I ain't really. I don't want to. I don't know. I don't want to overhype situations too much. And like I, I said, um, part of the reason I am a little concerned is the fact that you know I just don't. I am curious to see how Jalen Brunson is gonna. You know how they're gonna handle minutes with him? Because man, I'm just. That's my. Again, that's my. Um, that's my concern uh, moving forward. Because you just don't want to. Um, I know the more. I mean, obviously you have to play in more minutes, but man, it's just you know we've seen you. We've seen guys. You know, guys of that stature, that height, where, you know, they're just constantly taking punishment every time they go. And it just never, and you know, it just it just never ends well initially. And so, yeah. and this is only his I first agree. year. And so, um, so that's definitely going to be something I definitely do look, you know, definitely going to be looking at the second half. So we'll, well see. That, man. But like I said, I trust him. So. And that's the thing, you know, now that you mentioned that, that's something that I'm looking towards as well, which today, because of, how Tibbs played that game and he was so willing to, you know, be a little more flexible and creative with his rotations and lineups that I, you know, that's something that I, I feel like could sway things in this, in this stretch right here. You know, it could, it could really play a part. I mean, we're not playing besides the Cavs. I mean, which team, which team? I mean, in the, in this schedule that we, that we've mentioned has a dominant big. There's no team that really has a dominant big like that that we have to fear. Exactly. I mean, or bigs or bigs in general besides the Cavs. Like the Cavs are the only team that really has multiple bigs all at once. Where we might we might struggle a bit playing that small ball, but all these teams that we have lined up are more or or are better suited in a small ball type of scheme where I think that if Tibbs is more willing to play that style, which, you know, we've seen more often than not that he's not, but I think that because he's being more willing to, and maybe he's right at this point, he's forced to because Hardenstein is out. And I know if Hardenstein was healthy, he he'll be playing precious and Hardenstein a whole lot. But the fact that he's forced to play this hand right now that he's dealt, I think gives him, Maybe it ends up building some confidence for later on, maybe in the playoffs when we're in a situation like this where we got to get creative and play like a Bogdanovich at the four. Or at times where, let's say, when Julius Randle comes back, when Julius Randle comes back and maybe even play Julius at a small ball five, which 
you know, you have been a, a big been, uh, a big proponent of that of that of that lineup of playing um um when we had Obi play Obi at the four and Randall at the five and where, where Tibbs has been even real. Randall Precious though, a uh, Randall Precious lineup. Uh, Randall Precious is definitely doable, yeah, especially in lineups where we have to lineups where we have a lot of switching going on. Mm -hmm. in, you know, in situations like that where a team like the Celtics. You know, when where they got KP and Al Horford at times, and sometimes just KP at the five, like we gonna need we need to be able to switch and yeah, have somebody to still play up on guys like that. So I right. think right now, even though we are down, it's a perfect time for tips to really get creative with his lineups, especially you know, that's what that's been one of the big, biggest critiques or criticisms on him is can he be creative enough where he where he's not playing guys so much minutes mm -hmm. you know he's i mean even today i mean he played precious 43 minutes he played sims 39 minutes he played i mean brunson 35 but at times i felt like he probably should have played brunson a little oh my fault this is the wrong this is the wrong game here he played brunson he played brunson 39 minutes sorry hey. Hard he played four, yeah. <laughs> but even Hart's a guy like he he be running like Hart is the one that's usually like in every single lineup. Look, nah, literally, literally. But those are you know the, the thing is that too those guys are workhorse, but at the same time they're human beings and they could break down. So I don't mm -hmm. even want that to happen too much. But the fact that you know Bogdanovich is twenty four minutes like that's encouraging. The fact that he could play that that amount of minutes and they hopefully have that type when. Of impact. And have that type of impact in limited time. He, you know, Tibbs is, is getting creative with the lineups in terms of player position, but in terms of minutes, he's still he's still holding tight to guys that he wants on the court. So if he could just, you know, lessen the burden on certain guys, and maybe the run played a part too, because remember the Sixers made a run. Maybe the run played a part where he yeah. had to go to back to his guys. But the fact that he's willing to play small ball, and like I said, this next stretch of games is going to be a lot of teams that do play that type of style I, I i'm really interested to see how far he goes with this because it could really i wouldn't say make or break the season but it could make or break the the situation in terms of seeding like yeah. god forbid you know we go on a, let's say two two and seven that'll easily put us in in the plane i'm not really sure if everybody's schedule of all the other teams that are, are playing are playing for seating or in the standings right behind us or ahead of us not really really you know familiar what who they playing or what their schedule's looking like but, but they're gonna be fighting for seed like they're gonna you know again they're gonna want they're gonna want to win every game too like, exactly they're, you know, they're exactly. on the same type of um you know same type of approach as us so that's what it is. Yeah, man. As we start the thick of things, honestly, it was good. It was good to get a win tonight. It was yeah. good to see some Knicks basketball, even though at times or at, at one point, and especially in that third quarter, we was definitely a little scared. We got a little sweating, but regular, it was nice. Regular to, Knicks, you know, regular Knicks, you know, regular, nah, regular Knicks, Knicks, of course, up 23. And then next, you know, they cut the, the opponents, cuts the lead to six points. But Nonetheless, man, it's good to be back. Good to be talking with my guys, Ebo. Good to be talking Knicks, yes, especially sir. after a break where it just seems like, you know, we didn't get any information, no news. Honestly, what the hell happened with that Houston game? Are we going to get that back? What the that's hell what happened I'm, with that review, man? Honestly, like, you see, that's how quiet it was, that we haven't even gotten the judgment of that game. We need that game back. We're all the overtime game and finish out in Houston because that, that should have been a game that should have gone overtime. And we know for a fact that would have been our game, man. But man, that that honestly, I just remembered that game, and I just had to, you know, let us esteem because that was some I feel you bullshit. Feel that was some bullshit. But Zebo, anything, anything you want to say to close out here as yeah, we just, as we close out as we end the, the episode? Like I said, man, right now is a big part of our stretch. So, man, I'm just I'm obviously excited to be back, man. And yeah, man, just keep um. You know, keep you know, keep staying, you know, keep staying tapped in with us, man. We're definitely gonna be like I said, it's a big stretch for us. And so uh, <laughs> we're definitely gonna be out, you know, definitely gonna be here a little more, man. Hopefully great, hopefully great health news is coming soon, man. Right. Some of the news that came out this weekend just had me too worried. So hopefully that ends up well. Cause yeah, we need our we definitely need our guys back for the stretch. So 
Yeah, big time, big time, bro. This this is a nine nine game stretch that, like I said, it's not gonna make or break our season because nah. But you want, but you want. We to have some separation season. from like people outside of the plane, right? To where we are right now. So cool. Nah, yeah, you want to set but, the tone like the beginning of the second half. But like you said, we gotta set the tone. So today, good win. One ten and ninety six is like look. Yeah, the sixes are hurt. We even more hurt. We're missing three. We're missing three starters. Right. The Sixers are only missing one. And we were able to, you know, do what it do. Exactly. But now we're facing some top of the line competition in like the Celtics on Saturday. How do we how are we gonna fare against them? Fact. Let's see. But you know, 26 games left. We can't fall asleep behind the wheel. We still need to show up and play these games. So a lot is a lot is on the table. Hopefully, we get to close out well. And you know, at the end of the day, Brunson's our leader. He's gonna lead the pack. He's gonna lead the troops. The guys gonna follow right behind them. Like I said, next man, next man up mentality. And this wow. team is built for that with the with the right coach at at the helm, doing what it do, and motivating and keeping our guys in track, holding them accountable. So definitely looking forward to the, well, these next few games, but also how we close out the second half, man. Lots to look forward to, but hopefully we get our guys sooner than later because, man, we need Ja. We need OG. We need Mitch. We need Randall. We need our guys, man. We need our guys. We had damn near championship aspirations at, at one point, man, not too long ago, man. Damn. But it's all good. It's all good. Let's just pray. Let us pray. Friends, <laughs> old hands. Ale, ale. Amen. <laughs> but now, nah, thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure to like and subscribe to the channel if you're not out there, man. If you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, but make sure to subscribe, man. Please, please like and comment. Let us know how you feel. Wow. Let us know if is if this if this is like a make or break point of the year. How you are you worried? Are you not? Let us know, man, because. We're better in panic mode. We're better in panic mode. But, you know, if you feel confident, let us know how you feel. If you feel like, man, you're jumping off the bridge right now because it's looking bad, please don't do that because <laughs> <laughs> there's still a lot to the season left. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, make sure to subscribe, like like the video, and thanks you, thank you guys for watching. And see you next time, man. Peace.